everybody, I'm Tim and welcome to Cigars Daily Live coming to you from sunny Phoenix, Arizona, where tonight we have a mammoth amazing episode for you. Probably actually the episode that I am personally the most excited about, maybe that we've ever done before because we're just going to touch on some and I've been well. And that is tonight's episode is the conspiracy episode. Yes, we're going to touch on some of the best and most amazing conspiracies uh, that are out there, but specifically and weirdly, a few really amazing traditional conspiracies that are strangely related to cigars. So that's really great. How convenient for us, Billy. How great is that? I mean, there's enough conspiracy theories to go around for everybody. For uh, There's enough to go. There's you know enough. what? That's true. Yeah. Conspiracy theories really bring us together. I have some theories that have come up from friends that work in your shop uh -huh. that I'll bring yep. up with you later on. Today. Okay. Are they about me? Is this a conspiracy? Am I involved in this conspiracy? They're 100% about you. Oh, okay, good. All right, that's fair. All right, uh, now I'm really curious about that. Okay, uh, but fantastic. Also, Billy, I'm going to ask you just like maybe every like five minutes, just reach over to that computer next to you and just give it a little waggle on the mouse so that we don't have an interruption. Okay. Uh, and of course, my guest tonight for this episode uh, is a first time guest on this channel. I'm so excited to bring him on. His name is Brian Matola. Now, if you have not heard of him before, that's okay, because he's a proper theorist, a proper conspiracy guy, because if you go try to find something about him on the internet, you'll find nothing. He is adequately protected from the robot overlords of the future, and he's going to be coming to us live from Honduras tonight. So exciting. Internet signals in Honduras are always the best. And it's actually during rehearsal, he did really well. But Brian is uh, the, the national and international sales manager for Illusiones Cigars, not the industry standard. And that is the brand that uh, I've been talking a lot about. We just brought them into Cigars Daily. So I'm so excited to hear more about that brand tonight. I'll tell you guys this about Illusione. When it comes to a brand that I just like, I would just carry it. If everything in the Cigars Daily Humidor was just what I liked to have, we would have Placencia in here, but we would also have Illusione. It's a great brand. I haven't had a single cigar from them. I haven't absolutely loved. But what I really want is to get your guys' comments tonight. So when Brian comes on, him and I will be chatting, but you guys are the co-host for this episode. So drop your comments and questions, which I can see that you're already doing. So drop something down below, but he's going to get us one right now. This one is from Don George. It's <laughs> got the president sniffing his neck. I love it. Tim, this is Alec Jones of Cigars. Tim is that. Oh, Tim is the Alex. Sorry, I can't read. Tim is the Alex Jones of Cigars. Do you, do you have a first conspiracy theory of Tim? He didn't actually go to school and doesn't know actually how to read. No, don't know how to read. Uh, in English or in Spanish. And, and I'll be honest, I put that Spanish thing on my phone because I was learning Spanish. Now my phone wants to try to translate Spanish sometimes. So I'm, I'm really screwed. Uh, very frustrating thing. Okay. Uh, dang it, Billy. You're absolutely right. I can't read. Who's the Alex Jones? What? You don't know. Do I? Am I like just totally lost? You don't know who Alex Jones is? I don't. I have to admit, I don't. Maybe jog my memory, Billy. Do you see what I deal with? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk after. We'll talk. Oh, is he going to tell me after the show? It's a long He's story. He's a big conspiracy theorist that got booted off of everything. Oh, is he the guy that talks like yeah, this? And I'm going to eat my family. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm the Alex Jones of cigars. Damn straight. I, I know who that guy is. I just didn't know him by his name. I knew big, fat, loud, crazy guy, which yeah. I guess if you're going to create a cigar equivalent of that guy, 
that would be me. Thank you. I take that as a compliment. <laughs> All right, Billy, get us another comment. Let's see what's going on from everybody online. Uncle Larry is on. He said, can someone talk about the pending U.S. embargo against Nicaragua? I heard this. So, okay, I'm going to talk about something that I don't know much about, okay? And that's the embargo with, with Nicaragua. So, I'm going to make some statements right now. Some of those statements will be political. They do not necessarily reflect the views of Cigars Daily, even though I sort of am Cigars Daily in some ways. Uh, it, I would think you would see an embargo with Venezuela before you would see one with Nicaragua. And I'd read nothing about a pending one with, uh, with Nicaragua. But I'll say this. Based on what I know of our current administration, which is very similar, not, or not totally dissimilar to the last before our previous administration, right? Barack Obama went around screaming from the rooftops about how he ended the Cuban embargo when nothing had really changed in Cuba. I don't think that we're going to see a like a Nicaraguan embargo. Nobody in the cigar industry is talking about that. Nobody's worried about it. So if you heard something about it, and again, I've read nothing about this. I don't think you have anything to worry about. In fact, in my opinion, I think you'll see uh, I think you'll see this administration push for a, a regression of the Cuban embargo to where it's similar to what it was when, when Obama was president. And Obama said that he ended the Cuban trade embargo. Not the case at all. He just made it legal for Americans to go there and get things and bring them back. But trade with the Cuban government has always been illegal, and they own all the cigar companies there. Okay, give me another good one. These are really good. We'll go deep tonight. There's a conspiracy brewing behind every door. I'll eat my family. There's literally about a million. I'm not even like exaggerating. <laughs> People are putting conspiracy theories in here left and right. That was so. my deepest hope. So truly, Billy, when it comes to like, when it comes to the conspiracy theory thought, theory side of it you can go into any cigar lounge and just sit down and be like the moon landing was faked and you're the rest of your day is made for you <laughs> yeah what i gotta say about that i got an opinion too all right let's get some billy throw some up there oh god i want to talk about these but, but before you do that billy i do want to tell you we're gonna go to banners for this uh i do want to tell you guys make sure for this episode that you checked out uh, a five cigars steeped in conspiracy you have to flip over to banners. Sorry. Yep, there we go. That's good. Billy is running. Bull. Oh, yeah, to brands. Uh, thank you. You Steeped in conspiracy. Take a look at five cigars from Illusione. This is a five-pack that I put together for this episode. Specifically, the ones we're going to talk about are the two on the far end. Actually, one of them, the MJ-12. Uh, Toro Gordo is the one I'm puffing on right now. And that five-pack right there comes with actually a limited edition Cigars Daily Cigar Rest. So take a look at that right there. Uh, we just had these made. They're only available in this deal right now. It's the only way to get a hold of one. But there's a link in the description, whether you're watching this on YouTube, Facebook, or Cigars Daily Plus. I hope that you will check it out because, again, great brand who makes amazing cigars, even though they might be a little unhinged, sort of like the rest of us. Okay, Billy, go back to the comments. Good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is your cigar rest plastic or metal? It's metal. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh -uh. But was that a bummer? No, I don't like the plastic ones. You don't like it because they melt. They melt. They melt. Yeah. Absolutely. This is a metal cigar rest. In fact, there's probably one on the table next to you over there, Billy. All right. Um, I'm going to jump into some. Yeah, Billy, give me a good conspiracy theory. I want to know what everybody's buying into these days. Here we go. Bin Laden isn't dead. He's living in the USA from Jake uh, Painton. Okay. We were very proud of killing Bin Laden. But again, I'm. you know what? I'm just going to buy what everyone's selling tonight. I believe it. Okay. What's the next one? This one's from Minnesota Dirt Fam. It says, is COVID-19 a conspiracy? No. 
It's not. It's very real. It's a real thing. I picked this one because most of them are coming around. Most of them are coming around COVID-19. And just to be clear, that is not something we would ever purport on the show. Obviously, it's a real thing. Uh, what surrounds COVID, it's the response to COVID-19 that's the issue. And if there's a conspiracy somewhere in there, it's the response to it. It's not actually COVID-19 itself. And if I do say that, Facebook will uh, turn me into a conspiracy theory. <laughs> All right, what do we got? A good one from Facebook. This one's from Michael Son. He says, my wife just purchased a wine advent calendar. Have you ever heard of a cigar advent calendar and where can I purchase it? That's a great question. We actually just sold out of our first run of Oliva advent calendars uh, that we got this year. And I've got a bunch more coming this upcoming week. So do you want a cigar advent calendar? Absolutely. You'll be able to get one from us and it's like 35% off. So you can't, you can't miss with it. Great deal on some absolutely stellar cigars out there. All right. Uh, I want to keep the episode moving. Billy, get us another really good comment. There's some things we're going to skip tonight because I just want to dive so deep into this stuff. The comment craze is the one that I'm that I'm really itching to get to. All right, Billy, give us another good one. I'm trying to like walk that fine line. Yeah, I know. I'm seeing these. these. Some people are really, really so, upset about the disease stuff. This one, I'm going to take. Hitler away. is still alive in South America. Billy, take it away. So, if that is the case, how old would that make Hitler? Because he was 40s, 50s. At, in 1940? Yeah. So you'd be 120 years old. So, yeah. And how far does your conspiracy theory go before you're just crazy? You're like, no, Jesus lives in Argentina <laughs> right now. Like, right. If you, if you believe Jesus is truly eternal, you believe he's in heaven with God. Like the Bible says, like you would be looking at, these are people who think here's a, here's a realistic conspiracy theory. Tupac is alive. That's realistic. That's reasonable. Tupac would be getting up in years. Yeah. But Hitler would be 120 years old. And he was already pretty unhinged when it went through. Although I will say this. I watched on uh, specifically on freaking the Joe Rogan podcast. He was talking with a guy. This guy told him about probably some of you have seen this if you watch that podcast, if you listen to it, uh, that that a bunch of the Nazis from World War II went to South America and and like moved into this village, created their own village. And there is still to this day an entire village of like white European Nazis <laughs> that are in the mountains, right? Right. Yeah, it's a thing. Have you heard about this? Yeah. You've, you've heard about it. Oh yeah. That's a big one. And I think if you look at it, there's a lot of German last names that have come out of South America recently. Really? Yeah. Like a guy shows up and he's like, Hola, I am Pablo. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> My mom was Hispanic. My dad was very angry. <laughs> All right. Let's grab some more comments right here, Billy. Get us some good ones. Scroll those for the best ones. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Mystic Shadow says, is the YouTube dislike button a conspiracy? No, actually, the YouTube dislike, the thumbs down thing actually helps our analytics when people hit it. I don't know. Do we have some people who religiously hit our thumbs down button on all of our videos? I don't know. If, I don't know if they realize they're actually helping our channel. But now I've heard that YouTube's getting ready to get rid of it. So you know what? It might be a conspiracy. I'm buying it. I'm buying what you're selling tonight. We're going to throw it out there. Okay. Epstein did not kill himself. Okay. Yeah. Some, some conspiracies are a little, they're a little bit too fresh. Allegedly Epstein didn't kill himself. Allegedly. Allegedly that we Allegedly. can do. All right. Get us. Uh, are you referring to Argentina from Sean Turner? Throw his up there right above that one. Yeah. Are you referring to Argentina? I think so. I didn't, you know, I watched the episode once and I think I, or I listened to it rather while I was driving somewhere and, uh, and yeah, it was, must've been Argentina. It's like the mountains of Argentina is like a whole village of Nazis. 
did you see the new movie that Netflix released on no. Netflix and movie theaters? Which, if you have the choice, why would you go? Why would you go theater? see a Netflix movie in movie theaters? But it's got The Rock in it, and oh, Red uh, Red Notice, Red Notice, Red Notice. It's like and number one on Netflix today. I saw it, and they talk. There's like a whole underground base that the art procurer of yes, the yes, yes. Yeah, that actually that was a huge part of the of the conspiracy surrounding, you know, Nazis leaving and fleeing from Germany and that they sort of like moved all over. The biggest one is that they went to Antarctica, right? They went to Antarctica and built these huge underground bases and it was all corroborated by the fact that America did these like massive covert uh uh naval operations around Antarctica within like 20 years after World War II. And it was all geared around like learning how to fight in the cold in case we have to fight Russia. And now the military is like, all right, well, you know how to fight in the cold. Thank God. Because that's been the one big reason that Russia's never really been beaten is because of the cold. <laughs> We've got another cigar conspiracy. Please, for the I love of God. Actually speak to. Get it we in there, dude. Conclude it tonight. Okay. We're going to conclude this one. This one's from Yoman. No vowels in the last name. Okay. Says, please change my mind. Anytime someone starts a statement with that, it's a good sign. Please good change time. my mind because arguing has always changed people's mind. I'm probably the minority, but I do not like going to cigar lounges, at least the ones in my area. Bad ventilation, outdated seats, nobody younger than 60 years old. Leave that one up for a second because, okay, let's talk. Let's jump over to cigars. We're going to go back to conspiracies because that's really the, the heart of what I want to get to tonight. Uh, and the comment craze will be about that as well. So yeah, you don't like going to cigar lounges in your town. And this, I don't think you're alone in that. I don't think this is, that this would be a conspiracy theory for cigar people at all, because truly lounges vary in a tremendous amount. There are some ultra nice, very posh lounges that, by the way, are very, very comfortable and a great place to go, even if you're a beginner. They're out there, they exist, and they're great. And you mentioned, you said at least the ones in my area, and truly, some cigar lounges are like that. And Jim and I talk about this all the time with Cigars Daily, because when we were building the lounge, when we were building the first Cigars Daily lounge, Jim was like, hey, I've never built a lounge. Give me your input, Tim. And I was like, well, here's what I want to do. First of all, and our big word, and this is the word that really governs a lot of what Jim and I do, we want everything we do to look and feel intentional, like we meant to do it. So we intentionally did not want a cigar lounge that looked like we went and raided a Goodwill for all the furniture, right? <laughs> like we wanted to show up and be like, yeah, the furniture matches. And by the way, it's new. It's all brand new at the day that we opened at the very least. And so cleanness, uh, the quality of the lounge, the only thing you can't do as a cigar shop owner is the quality of the people. And yeah, you're going to get a lot of 60-year-old guys because typically guys in their 30s are working or they're supposed to be working. <laughs> probably cigar lounges are filled with 30-year-old people right now, I That's would imagine. A lot, probably. Those are pro they're probably a ton. Hey, I'll admit, I don't go to cigar lounges. And even yours, I walk in and then go back door and then into <laughs> like your office. Yeah, so I'm right there with you. Yo. So you don't, go, you don't go sit in a lot of cigar lounges? I think I've, I've sat in two lounges in my uh -huh. life. I yeah, do it. I think that so. So Yeoman, just to be uh, clear about this, if you want a really good entertaining time, try this. 
go to one of the local cigar lounges, maybe the one that you don't like, and just drop a little bomb right in the middle of the room. The moon landing was faked. And they're going to think you're crazy. They're going to look at you like you're crazy and you're dumb. Just wiggle your way in there and see if you can stir up some dust because that's the kind of stuff that really, really gets me going. All right. I want to grab a couple of more comments. Again, guys, we're going to be talking with a little bit uh, in a little bit with uh, Brian Matola from Illusione Cigars. I'm smoking the Illusione MJ12, which has to do with a very specific conspiracy theory, which takes like several conspiracies, wads them up in one nice big ball, and then just melts your mind with weirdness. And that's what I'm going to tell you about in a minute, but we're going to get a couple more comments first. Let's go for it. Um, let's see. Ivan Alonso says, what happened to JFK's Cubans? I need to know. Yeah. So this is a big one. And it actually ties with our MJ12 conspiracy tonight. Very good. Thank you for doing that. Very timely. Um, Yes. JFK bought Cubans right before he signed the embargo. In fact, the best evidence we have is from Benji Menendez, who supposedly is the guy from whom JFK bought all of his Cubans before uh, before he signed the embargo. And Benji is still alive today. And he you know, wasn't assassinated. So uh, so when it comes to JFK and cigars, we know he bought thousands, potentially thousands of boxes of cigars. And I think it was the H. Upman number four, I think. This is all from Ricky Rodriguez of CAO. And uh, and then a guy with a big American soldier with a big satellite phone calls the president and says, Mr. President, you, we have the cigars. They've been procured. You can sign the order. And then the embargo was signed. So did JFK do that? Yes. Was that a douche move? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, not for the Cuban people. He stood up for the Cuban people, but he's definitely serviced himself before signing that. And that's kind of an abuse of power, I think. Now, if he'd bought all Americans Cuban cigars or bought a bunch of Cuban seed or like bought some factories, I don't know. There was a better way to go about it. That's all I'm saying. All right, what's the next one, Billy? Get us another good comment right here. This one's from Adam Lemons. He says, is it true that Cigars Daily is going to start franchising lounges in Florida? Much like the embargo of Nicaragua, I have heard nothing about this. So, no, we are not going to start franchising. And I'll I'll say this: when it comes to the uh, the topic and idea of franchising, uh, we talked. Jim and I talked very very briefly about this until I went and looked up what a franchise actually involves. Here's the issue with a franchise in the cigar industry: number one, there just isn't enough money there for it. A franchise usually comes with a franchising fee, and those can be thirty to sixty thousand dollars just to use the name in the cigar industry. Industry, a cigar shop, typical cigar shop doesn't produce enough money to make that fee worth it, even for one year, even for two years. Your franchising fee would have to be really low. And then there's like four pages worth of task lists about, you know, who has the rights with the franchise. Like if somebody franchises a shop in Florida and then that building comes up for sale, well, who has the right to buy it? Do, do we as Cigars Daily, the proper Cigars Daily, or does the franchise, these are all things you've got to come to an agreement uh, with another business person before you can really go into it. So franchising, we just said, that's not something we're going to try to mess with. Only once in the cigar industry has there been a successful franchise, and it was the Tinderbox. And they actually had like over 100 locations all around America at one point. But today, all but like a handful of them are gone, don't exist anymore. And so I just don't see it as a viable thing. So I'm sorry. Now, I do. Because if you do, <laughs> Billy's Florida, gotta, you know what you should do? Good. Give it to me. You turn it into like a alligator sideshow that is also a cigar lounge. So then you make your money. 
you got like you're putting your head into the cigar or the alligator's mouth and smoking your cigar. I'm tracking with this. Yeah. Yes. See, I mean, so you're talking about the X factor of cigars because today you've got to have that. And I'll, and I'll say this. A lot of people don't know this. In the cigar industry, if your goal is to go out and just open a cigar lounge, you're going to have a really hard time doing that. You have to have some other thing. You have to have some other factor, some other X thing that's going to make it work for you, whether it's like you've got a cigar bar, right? At Cigars Daily, we have our online stuff. That's like the majority of our company here. Uh, or I know of one shop actually carries American Viking cigars and they're down in, uh, that shop is down in Arkansas and they're also in the same facility with a freaking, uh, with a gun shop and a shooting range. So you can go like shoot some guns and then head over and- You could do that in Florida too. You could, you could do that in Florida as well. Alligator hunting, cigar. cigar. Yeah, when the alligators smell the cigars, they, they become afraid. Me and Phil will take the first franchise. You and Phil will take the Florida. first franchise yeah. down in Florida? All right, thank you for doing that, man. Yeah. That's really great. We'll I let appreciate you know how it. Goes. Let me know how it goes. The lawsuits everywhere. <laughs> let me know how the alligator thing goes. That's going to be really, really good. All right, let's go ahead and grab another comment right here. Uh, yeah, Tony Hall's got it on Facebook. He says, I got your Florida franchise, Tim. All right, next one. Uh, GS Dan says, do you think the cigar market will survive this shortage crisis? Oh God, yes, absolutely. This is one thing I say about cigar people and I love saying this. Cigar people are survivors. If we're anything, we're survivors. It is, first of all, you gotta be stupid to get into tobacco today. You gotta be extra stupid to get into tobacco in the 2020s, okay? Right now, everything that's going on is madness and a distraction from what they called the war on tobacco, which by the way, they're still very much waging. So I would say when it comes to all of this that is going on, cigar industry is going to be fine. Cigar consumers like you are going to be fine. Quite frankly, the biggest problem we have, and you can check the channel, the Cigars Daily channel on YouTube. You can find it on Facebook and on CigarsDailyPlus.com uh, is a video I put out yesterday about, or this morning, about how the supply chain stuff is impacting the cigar industry. The biggest impact right now is that consumption is through the freaking roof. It's mad. It's absolutely through the roof. And so for all of you guys who are uh, who are worried about that, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. There'll be some bumps along the way, but we're going to figure it out and you know keep cruising. You can still find a lot of great cigars out there. Okay. One, uh, one more comment, Billy. Did you have one queued up? I can get one. Get one more comment and then we're going to jump into the comment craze. So we got plenty of time for our guest tonight. Aaron Knight says, any shops in East Philadelphia carrying your brand? American Viking Cigars. I don't think I have Philadelphia shop yet. Uh, I, we've, we've signed up shops in about a dozen States and I have it on the website. I got a list of, I actually have a shop locator with like, you know, 30, whatever shops that we've got in there. We haven't grown it a ton. Friendly reminder. You can ask your shop to start carrying American Viking. That is true. You can ask them to reach out, uh, or you guys can email us over here at the shop and then we'll bring it on for you. Okay. Um, guys. We need to jump into a segment that we do here every single week because I, I want to get back to conspiracy theories. This is a huge deal because I don't ever get to talk about this stuff because I'm always typing on my computer like a super nerd. And I always hear people in the lounge talking about conspiracy stuff and I yearn, I yearn for it. So let's jump into the comment craze. Now, this one, I mentioned this earlier, and here's my promise. This is a conspiracy theory that really wraps up a few of these together, a few of the really good historical conspiracies into one. And I'm going to start it off this way. I'm going to explain this, but please get ready to answer a comment question that I'm going to put down on the bottom of the screen in just a second. So first of all, in the past and up until very recently, if you wanted to talk about 
extraterrestrial life. I'm talking about aliens. And you wanted to have a serious conversation about it. Everybody's going to think that you're this guy right here. And that's the way that it's gone for a very long time. That's the guy that's alien guy to a lot of people. And he's become the subject of many, many great memes, I must say. But when it comes down to it, there is one person who is really closely connected with the conspiracy about aliens and has his own conspiracies. And that's a U.S. president, a J.F. Okay. Now this dude, famously a cigar smoking president, he's already come up because yeah, he bought a bunch of Cuban cigars before he signed the Cuban trade embargo, which as we already covered is a super douchey thing to do. But he also has a theory surrounding his name where uh, they say that JFK, all right, when he came in, became president, he was made aware of some information that Roosevelt previously had about aliens landing on earth. And he wanted to make that public. He wanted to make it not top secret anymore. And that there were some people in the CIA who were not happy about that. And so they hired someone to assassinate him. And there's this document that apparently talks about all of this. And that document is called the MJ-12. That's the name of the cigar I got right here. And it's in the sample of the MJ-12 in the natural and in the Maduro right here. So they named a cigar after this very becoming more well-known conspiracy that says that JFK was killed because he wanted to hide uh, the knowledge of aliens. And I love this, especially today in 2021, when just months ago, we saw like the declassification of thousands of documents that were, that were talking about UFOs on earth. And so I want to ask you guys a question about this. We're going to talk about our good friends, the aliens. And so here's a question. Please answer this down below. It goes like this. Let's just say for the sake of argument, aliens land near your front door. Now you get the distinguished privilege of making first contact comment with a cigar, a beverage and an outdoor hobby that will make a great first impression. There are no wrong answers to this question. The only wrong answers are the ones we can't put up uh, because we'll get canceled for it. Uh, so anyway, I'll read it again. Aliens land near your front door. Now you get the distinguished privilege of making first contact comment with a cigar, a beverage and an outdoor hobby. It'll make a great first impression. And I'll ask Billy first as he jumps over and starts perusing all of your comments. Uh, what do you say, buddy? So what I would five check him first. Cause I mean, I don't know if I'm dealing with like Marvin, the Martian, or I'm dealing with like <laughs> aliens, aliens. So I want to bring out a firearm that allegedly you can point at somebody. Yeah. And I've, get a yeah. So, so technically pointing, yeah. Pointing a firearm at somebody is not a great way to get not a good a response. And as we've seen very recently on the news, if you point a gun at somebody, they might attack you back. Right. And be well within their rights. Well within the rights. Right. Okay, good. But I would probably have to, if it's the aliens, aliens, you'll have to do like a little cigarillo for like the little guy that comes out of the mouth. So he can have one He's a and then like a <laughs> bigger one and then we'll have whiskey and then we'll do lawn darts. I feel like okay. that'd be a good way to. And the whole time you're like, stop trying to eat my face. Stop yeah. putting that face. Don't around. come out of my chest. Leave this alone. All right. I want to get some comments from people. And I like that. You've got a cigarette. So you got Xenomorphs in front of you. You got a cigarillo for the little mouth and a big cigar for the next mouth. That's brilliant. All right. I see a lot of them popping up here. Billy starts cruising these. This one's from Barry Clark. He is on Facebook. He says, my father, a root beer and lawn darts. And lawn darts is a great one. What a great way to say our civilization has learned so little about safety. We're going to go ahead and play lawn dart. Even the aliens are like, oh, and you're, you're like, your head's really big. A lawn dart is going to go into it. All right. Get there us another so good one. Many yard darts. Here you go. All right. Billy's going to scan these. If lawn dart, if yard darts or lawn darts is everybody's, I'm totally good with that because 
how did we how is that still like the thing that we pick wand darts haven't been around for like 30 years or 40 years i think it's because allegedly cigars can be bad for you just as lawn darts can be bad for you and we still want to throw them up in the air and take our chances so so everybody's like everybody's like hey aliens welcome to earth i want to teach you about assessing risk <laughs> we're gonna do some items tonight that will help us assess risk all right let's get some more of these what do we got we got a drink we got a cigar and we got a uh we got a good hobby uh this one is from samuel quesada he says a placencia alma fuerte it's a good choice old forester 1920 you're taking some great stuff and disc golf and how could you lose with disc golf it's like the most fun loving sport that's out there right now and by the way ridiculously popular like like drone racing, like sports you never thought you would see on TV, but damn, there they are. So that's crazy. All right, what's the next one? This one is from Jason Reese. He says, Oliva V-Series Maduro, a Buffalo Trace, and a on-pig roast, or a pig roast. Pig roast. A pig roast is a great way to go. Hopefully our aliens, uh, who, by the way, are way more crazy, more advanced than we are because they can travel to Earth and we cannot travel to their planet. Uh Super hope that they're not vegans because <laughs> if they are vegans, we're going to war. Let's just put it out there. Like you bring a pig up on a spit and they're like, <gasps> and you're like, nope, that was the wrong answer. <laughs> you're going down. All right. Get us another one, Billy. This one's from Brandon Souter. And he says a box press rebellion from American Viking cigars, wild turkey, rare breed, and take those boys out on a range to pop a few caps. <laughs> Okay, I love this. And I'm surprised that we saw lawn darts more than we saw shooting. And maybe it's because we're a little insecure about that. I totally get that. You pull out your amazing single stack 1911 45 caliber, which you have for some reason. I don't know. There's a ton of better guns out there, but you're nostalgic. I get it. So you pull out your, your 1911, you fire one round and the alien's like, boop, that's very cute. And then he pulls out a little, the grasshopper from Men in Black. Yeah. And he's like, and it vaporizes the range. And you're like, well, that was fun. Let's all go home. And then you count your bullets and you're sad because you don't have a laser gun. What's the next one? Jack Dennis says, Swamp Thang, Purple Passion, and Curling. <laughs> curling. <laughs> I feel like Jack is assuming that the aliens are like middle-aged fathers because like the U.S. team looks like a bunch of overweight, right. middle-aged like dads. They're like, hey, you want to go do something fun this weekend? Let's see how far we can go. Let's go see how, we, yeah, see how far we can go with curling. And if, and if the aliens get off the spaceship and they all have a cul-de-sac, then you're like, I got you. First contact. All right. Give me another couple of good ones. And then we're going to bring Brian on for this because I want to know what he has to say because he is right at the heart of this stuff with Illusione Cigars. Go for it, Billy. Camacho Whiskey Hunting from Joe Carbone. Absolutely. You aliens land at your front door and you hand them a Camacho, you hand them a whiskey, and you hand them a rifle. So maybe you wouldn't do all three of those things at the same time. Maybe. Well, and if it's Predator, you'll like you'll be his best friend. If, if like, it's hey. Predator... Yeah. He's teaching you how to He's hunt. He's teaching you how to hunt. And you'll have to be like, bro, we can't like. We can't do that. We can't do that here. Yeah. Do the pig. You're like, you're sitting in the living room with predators on your couch next to you. And like, you're, you're sipping whiskey and you're smoking your cigar. And you're like, see, isn't this great? We can be friends. And then your cat jumps up on the table and then gets vaporized by predator. He's like, with those three red dots. You're like, no, my cat. <laughs> not mittens. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I want to make sure that we got plenty of time for our guests tonight. So I'm going to, my dog is literally right underneath my seat here. Um, 
I want to introduce this guy to you because he is a professional conspiracy theorist. You'll find nothing about him online, although he's got one of the coolest jobs in the cigar industry. So uh, he has been in the industry just for a handful of years, about five years, and is now opening his own cigar factory. How many people want to do that? He also happens to be the the uh, manager or director of national and international sales for Illusione Cigars. I'll take an earpiece. Boom. Uh, a guy who's going to go places in this industry, so you'll want to know who he is now, and that is Brian Matola from Illusione. What is happening, brother? Uh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I am coming to you live from Dan Lee, Honduras. Hell yes, man. That is so great. And welcome, man, for a first-time guest. It, it's amazing. And another bald white guy is just a total pleasure and a treat with an epic beard, I might say. Uh, dude, I, I've got so much I want to talk to you about. But the first thing, the first question, and this is the really important one. Uh, you're, you're sitting there in Danley, Honduras, and aliens land on your doorstep. And you got you to treat them with a cigar. You got to treat them with a beverage to pair it with. And you got to treat them with a, a hobby. What are you picking? Oh, that's real easy. So we're going to start with an MK Ultra because we're going to let them know right out of the gate that we're into mind control just like they are. So the so the level playing field, right? And then I'm going to give them a berry milkshake because that's what I drink with cigars. And then the outdoor sport, I'm going to take them. I'm going to take them to a cockfight because, <laughs> you know, at what's more point, human than that? At this point, he's going to have no clue whether to sit down with me and enjoy a cigar or get back in his spaceship and get the get the hell out of here. Right? Like, <laughs> holy shit. I, I just landed, and this guy's one crazy person. He's got a mind-controlled cigar. He's got a berry milkshake, which I'm not even sure why he's drinking that. And then he's going to take me to a cockfight. <laughs> and the alien literally gets home and he's like, they make their birds fight each other for money. We're never going back there again. <laughs> we're, not going, we're not coming back. <laughs> well, dude, this is such a privilege for me. And, and I'm, I'm so impressed with you and everything that you've done in cigars in a very short time. Like I've been in the cigar industry for about almost seven years now. In five years, you have done some really incredible, crazy good work. And so there's a lot I want to talk about tonight. I want to talk about your factory down there. I want to talk about Illusione Cigars, but I also want to tell everybody watching, first of all, make sure you check out the lineup for tonight's episode. We got five Illusione Cigars, stellar, stellar sticks. Billy's going to throw those up on the screen for you so you can see them. Everything from the Epernay, which is like, it's your number one seller, right? The Epernay? Epernay. Well, no, actually the the uh, MJ-12s have become the number one seller. Epernay ah. is right behind it. And good. So the, so the Epernay, then you got the uh, Rothschilds, uh, Connecticut. You got Fuma de Amor and both MJ-12s, the natural and the Maduro, uh, both in this five-pack. Check the link in the description. Comes with a limited edition Cigars Daily Cigar Rest. It's the only way to get a hold of those. And, of course, you'll find that the deal is so ridiculous. You won't want to pass it up. Check that out down there. Um, for you. When you, how did you get involved with Illusione? I mean, I know Dion is an amazing, great guy. Were you guys friends before? Or how did you enter the cigar industry overall? Yeah, so Dion and I became friends about 10 years ago. And um, through the years at the beginning, we used to sit in his lounge because he also owns a store in Reno. We would sit in the lounge and we would talk about, you know, everything. Uh, not just about cigars, right? We would talk about, you know, business and innovation and 
where the world is heading and um i would have in-depth 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 conversations with him and i didn't realize how lucky i was because i didn't know how private of a man he really was so mm. i took for granted the conversations that we were having until i joined the company and everybody was like yeah i met dion once 10 years ago and all he said was hello to me because he's very very quiet very to himself and so then i started to realize how fortunate i was uh of having these conversations with him through the years so one day he just said to me out of the blue he said you know i have this company i said yeah i know i've been smoking your cigar since 2009 which my very first cigar was an epernay right and mm. just to show you that i'm not the smartest guy in the room a friend of mine comes i was living in florida and a friend of mine came down from New York with an Epernay. And he said to me, you really need to try this cigar. And that's the beautiful thing about the cigar industry is that we share cigars with each other. That is the most yeah. amazing thing in the world. Hell yeah. I mean, You're if good. I walked up to you and handed you $12, uh, you would look at me like, what the hell are you doing? But if I walk right. up to you and I hand you a cigar, you're going to be like, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Here's that's one try. Right? It is so much. It is so much more when you give another person a cigar than if you just hand them cold hard cash. It really communicates a lot more too. And I want to ask everybody who's watching: make sure you drop your questions down below for Brian about Illusione cigars, about the conspiracies, anything you want, because you guys are the co-hosts for the show. We're going to start grabbing comments from you guys in just a second. Um, and Billy's actually got one queued up right now. Brian, we're going to grab the first one from Grim. He says, "Brian, would you make a? Uh, uh, you would make a great Santa this year, please." bring some discounts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, actually I'm actually playing Santa Claus for my grandson. Uh my my yes. grandson my grandson turns 2 in uh, uh December on the 13th and on the 18th they're having Christmas because we kind of have to work around everybody's schedule and my kids ordered me a Santa costume so I am going to be Santa Claus. Hell the first yeah, thing, you got the beard for it. It looks great. Uh, the first conspiracy that we start our children with off right out of the gate is that this big fat man comes down the chimney and leaves presents under a tree. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And, I, and and just to touch on this, I'm smoking the MJ12 right now. Like, so so obviously Dion is is steeped in all of this stuff and in, in the in the conspiracy stuff. That's what original documents is. That's what the the ultra is. You told me about that. The MJ12. Are, do you dive into this stuff too? Did Dion get you into the conspiracy stuff? Like, are you watching out the window for a CIA van when you're making dinner? Oh, you know, I, no, I was a conspiracy theorist way before I met Dion. You know, I I, yeah. I live I, I live with one thing. And one thing only, and that is what you see is not really what's happening, right? right. There's right. always a reason to everything, you know? Uh, like, you guys brought up the JFK thing I was watching a little bit. And, you know, talk about the greatest conspiracy event in the history of this country. It's got to be JFK, right? There's everything right. from the mafia killed him to, you know... Uh, 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 one of his uh, <laughs> secret service agents shot him to, I mean, uh -huh. it's just all kinds of things that the reality is we'll never know what really happened. It doesn't matter how yeah. many documents they release. We'll never know because the man or they, whoever they are, don't want us to know what really happened. This and is so, so funny. A 
I, I have Go a good ahead. buddy who is who is uh, who's really leans to politically. His leaning is to the left, and and he really likes the idea of socialism. <clears throat> and he really he really likes the idea that he, in his words, he he said at one point, if I could give all my money to the government and have them tell me how to spend my time, I would do that. And I was like, that sounds nuts to me. That sounds crazy. But and then we were having another conversation. And he's like, oh, I absolutely believe that the U.S. government pulled off 9-11. I'm like, you want to <laughs> give those people all your money? Do you think that that's the best idea? Like, how crazy is that? Because truly, it's the greatest conspiracies out there, just like with JFK, that it's like, yeah, we'll never know. But definitely something more than meets the eye. Okay, I want to grab another comment right now for you, Brian. Uh, this one's from Sean Turner. He says, Brian, welcome to the show. I've never had a cigar from your brand. What would you recommend for a person that enjoys a full flavor but medium body or medium strength cigars? All of Illusione. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, Illusione for, for somebody. And, you know, for example, the Fundi Amor that's in the pack, um, it's a great place to start with so the brand because Fundi yeah. Amor is one of those cigars that defies complete everything about every cigar making concept there is. There's no Lajero in that blend. So it runs medium, but it's layered with flavor. And whether you're a first time smoker or a cigar aficionado or a cigar geek, which I am, I'm a total cigar geek. Um, uh, you can enjoy the Fum Amor. So I highly recommend the Fum Amor or the Epernay and then get in and explore the, um, the original documents and the Ultra line. Our Ultra line is full-bodied, which is why I didn't tell you to go there first, but it's right. full-bodied, layered with flavor. So you don't realize that it's full-bodied, right? Mm. There, there's actually two different leaves of Lajero in the Ultra. But you're smoking it, and it's like, oh, my God, this is medium, maybe medium plus at best, but it's really a full-bodied cigar. So I, I, wanted to, I want to say this to everybody who's watching. First of all, make sure you check out the lineup for tonight's episode. Billy's going to throw it up for us real quick. These are five Illusione cigars uh, that include the Epernay and the MJ-12, the two most popular Illusiones, the Fum de Amor that Brian just talked about, along with the Rothschild Connecticut, which, by the way, gets me. I love that cigar. It is so stinking good. And limited edition Cigars Daily Cigar Rest comes with this. Check out the link in the description. You will not want to miss out on that. We just made it absolutely tried. too ridiculous to refuse. Um, and then that what are you going to say, the way, That is, by the way, an amazing lineup and representation of the brand, right? So my next thing after I would go to Fum Amor would be Epernay. And then the MJs, and then I would smoke the Rothschild because the Rothschild is just an amazing cigar. Uh, comes in the Connecticut and the Maduro, and it's just phenomenal. Yeah. I'll say this: I, I actually, so for this show, I've smoked a lot of Epernays, and I and my so my rep out here, Joel, who's been on the show before, uh, he's been giving me Illusione samples for years, and I, I can't believe I only just brought the brand in. I wish I had done it a lot sooner, but. I actually picked out the MJ-12 in the Maduro and found this to be unbelievably rich, chocolatey, medium strength flavor, just outstanding. And, and the thing that stands out to me about this, and this is what I want to talk to you about next, and I'll tell everyone, keep putting your comments down below because we're really going to get those. But uh, you have just opened a factory with a few people in, in Dan Lee, Honduras, right? That's where we were today when we were chatting earlier. Yes, we did. Um, so about, you know, uh, 
Well, we're coming up on our first year anniversary, which will be in January. So about midway through the pandemic, we decided, let's open a factory in the middle of all this craziness, right? Because what you see <laughs> isn't really happening, right? So that's the... Let's grab some pictures, Bill. That's the we're plus side to, uh, to being a conspiracy theorist guy is that, uh, you know, what you're seeing in front of you isn't really what's happening. So let's go ahead and open an, a factory. So there's the welcome sign to Dan Lee. Uh, we this sat around Honduras. in Honduras. Place. We sat around uh, in Honduras one day. Um, two buddies of mine, Sebastian uh, uh, DeCope from uh, Cavalier Cigars and another friend of ours. And we said, uh, let's open a factory. Um, this so right, we, what are we looking at right here? So that's the packaging area. That's where they um, where the cigars go when they're finally ready to be packaged and sent off for just everybody's enjoyment um that's really what our focus is is to make cigars whether it be illusione cavalier uh any of the boutique brands our main goal is to produce cigars for everybody's enjoyment right to give you right. a great experience and to take you on a cigar journey what you're looking at there is the pr the production floor that's where all the magic happens and um we have about 65 people working at the factory now. Wow. And uh, I haven't been able to get down here enough this year. I've only been down twice, which it's so hard to travel right now. Okay. And um, then we got it, one more here. This is, tell uh, me about this right here. These are all Cavalier, right? Those are all Cavalier. Those are finished and ready to go into cello tomorrow. Um, you know, and, and it's just, it's just amazing. It's we, we opened up not a cigar factory because today we were in there when I was talking to you and uh, my uh, factory manager, Jack, and I um, were talking about how it's just a building, right? It's just it's just a building without the people. Uh, it's nothing. It's just a building. When a business comes alive is when you put people in it. And we have 65 of the greatest people on the planet. I'd like to bring in Jack for a second. Come on in. And you're going to laugh yeah, at this because he manages the the, the uh, factory. Uh, I'm going to move out of the way. Look at what shirt he's wearing. I mean, isn't that unbelievable? He's got an Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Look at that <laughs> beard on you, Jack. Yeah, you oh, have the upper Look you. at that thing. Does that, does that, does your, is your beard made by Chia Pet? Because it is just so thick and amazing. It looks so good. Well, there's right. a reason. Well, one of the requirements to work at the factory is you have to have a really nice beard. You should see, you can tell all the women that work at our factory. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you, man. That's great. What a cool shirt. Thank you. Thank you very much. So Jack was Absolutely. nice enough to open up his home for me to come in and, uh, and, and do this with you all tonight, which is fantastic because my hotel just wasn't going to work. Um, the Wi-Fi there wasn't that great. And so Jack said, come on over to my house. And that's really what we opened up here was a family, not a factory. We opened up a family uh, place for people to come and work and be proud of what they're doing and be treated just like I would treat my kids or my grandkids or everybody else in my family. So, And this, really is, and this is amazing. 
This is what amazes me, man. Uh, you are doing what everybody wishes they could do. And I'm even I'm not even talking about just the average, everyday, casual cigar connoisseur person who just like thinks about being in the cigar industry. You happened into it, but now you're opening a factory. I can't tell you how many cigar shop owners, cigar reps, even brand owners who are like so jealous of that, wish that they could do that. Even other brand owners who have done it and done it on a much smaller scale than you have, which is amazing. Now, previously, Caval so the brands that are going to start out in your factory, Cavalier, Illusione, and you said there was one other one. Well, no, so we don't do any Illusione out of there. We would love to have okay. Dion come over there. Um, we, we're actually... Uh, Gonna, we're doing some uh, contract work for some people. Um, and then uh, Wildfire that just came out, uh, Jeremy McDonald's cigar. Um, wow. He called me up uh, right before I left. I left on Thursday to come down here. He called me up. He said, I really want to do an event only cigar for my brand. Would you do it for me? And I said, absolutely. You per your timing is perfect. I'm going to be in the factory. We'll put it together. So I'm going to be bringing home some samples for him as well. So, um, yeah, we're producing about 7,000-ish uh, cigars a, a day. And um, which, is a, which is, a by the way, a huge number. Like people get caught up by the numbers that they hear when they hear about the factories of AJ Fernandez and these massive factories. 7,000 cigars a day. That's a lot. That's like a ton of cigars. It's, it's, it's huge. And, you know, we we're, we're focused on the premium side of things. So like I said, our goal is to just deliver the most amazing cigar experience you can have. Um, but yeah, getting back to, you know, you said I'm doing something that most people want to do. I live by a philosophy that most people get this so wrong because you've heard it all the time. People say all the time, you only get to live once, right? That is not right. true. That is so far from the truth. You only get to die once. You get to live every day and get to live mm. to its fullest. So why not open a factory in the middle of a pandemic? I got to live, you know? <laughs> I think that yeah, I mean, I think the, the statement, you only live once, I think that's just to qualify a bad decision. I'm pretty sure. Oh, <laughs> when yeah, you say no, you only I, live once. It's totally yeah. ridiculous. You only get to live once. No, you get to live every day of your life. Enjoy it. You only get to die once. And it's on the calendar somewhere. And it's predetermined yeah. from the minute you're born. You're going to check out. Nobody gets to go out alive out of this world, you know? Damn and straight. so it doesn't Damn matter. Straight. That's why everybody said to me, oh, my God, in the middle of the pandemic, you're going to travel to Honduras. You're going to go here. You're going to go there. Aren't you afraid? No, because... From the day I was born, it's determined when I'm going to go off this earth. You know, it could be tomorrow. It could be a week from now. It could be 50 years from now. I don't know. Yeah. So let's just live life to the fullest. If I'm meant to go out because of a global pandemic, pandemic, whatever, scamdemic, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, if that's how I'm meant to go, that's how I'm going to go. Right. No, I want to jump tracks really quick. I want to jump back over to Illusione and get a comment right here from Matt Knowles. He says, Brian, do you offer a Cameroon? And if you do, is the tobacco from Cameroon or is it a Cameroon seed? There's a big thing surrounding Cameroon just because it's from Africa. It's hard to get. Does Illusione have a, 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 a Cameroon cigar? Illusione does not do a Cameroon. Um, so the wrappers that we have in Illusione are Corojo which is our forte, right? We do Corojo amazing, right? So yes, we have we Corojo, 
We have Maduro. We have uh, Candela, which is amazing, right? If you haven't smoked Candela uh, from Illusione, it's incredible. We have a Habano Ecuador wrapper. And the thing about most of the Cameroon wrappers is they're, 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 uh, what do they call them? They, they call them Honduroon or Equaroon. Right, because right, yeah, Nicaroon wrappers. Nicaroon. Yeah, yeah there, there's very little coming out of actual Cameroon, so no, we don't. Um, you know, somebody came out with one this year that was amazing. Um, uh, was it Pete Johnson that did a Cameroon? Uh, I oh, think the yeah, team, I, I wouldn't know. I think it was a T110. It was phenomenal. But yeah, no, Illusione doesn't do uh, a, a Cameroon. We do Corojo real amazing, right? Uh, for this yeah. show, I'm smoking an MK original documents because I figured since we were going to talk conspiracy theories, theories i might as well have a mind control cigar right well let's look we'll, i want if we get a chance if billy sees a comment that will lead us back to conspiracy theories he should take it but this one's from peter jones he says uh brian i've not smoked anything from your brand some of my favorites are foundation tabernacle dunbarton sin compromiso and southern draw jacob ladder so all very very strong you know dark broadleaf type stuff uh what am i smoking so what from illusione would be good for uh for somebody who wants to punch you in the face take a few of your teeth with it cigar <laughs> we so first of all we don't make anything that really punches you in the face from a strength standpoint but we do from flavor right so that mj12 that you're smoking uh right there in the maduro uh, or the corojo but i would say go maduro um yeah. uh it it's full of flavor it punches you in the face with flavor and not strength right um yeah. the the brands that you mentioned there foundation nick malilo salt of the earth guy uh yeah. uh sin compromiso steve saka amazing individual uh the the southern draw uh we don't do anything with broadleaf at uh at illusione and that comes back uh from the beginnings of of Illusione. How Illusione started was uh, Pete Johnson came to uh, Dion. Dion was a shop owner at the time. He was one of the first ones to carry Tatawahe in his store um, in, in Nevada. And uh, Pete came to him one day and said, it's really funny how things start. And Pete said, you should really blend your own cigar. You have an amazing palate. You should really blend your own cigar. So Dion actually came down uh, I believe it was to to Dan Lee here, uh, and that's where he originally started. Now, most of his stuff is made in Esteli, but still here in Dan Lee is the uh, Epernay uh, line and the Classic Crusado are still made here in Dan Lee at Raices Cubana, which is right across the street from where my factory is. Awesome. Amazing. All right. I want to get to, so Billy, thank you, Billy has found a good comment to lead us back into the world of conspiracy theories, which I absolutely love. This one's from Lolo.O. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. He says, Hey, Brian, I've heard that the government makes people schizophrenic by making them hear voices. Is this true? Uh, as an authority on uh, conspiracy theories, can you just, uh, I mean, you're obviously not in America right now, so you're already protected from the mind control of the government, but what do you think? So, Here's the thing about the voices in your head. You're okay as long as you don't listen to them. <laughs> it's when you start listening point. to them. Um, so here's the thing uh, that I think you should do, uh, and that's a great question, by the way. 
I think you should go and research the Project MK Ultra. Um, it, it was a CIA, CIA project uh, that involved all kinds of hallucinogenic drugs and mind control. And I do believe in my heart of hearts that we are, or they try to control us as people, whether it's through our minds, through our eyes, through whatever uh, we see, we hear. I mean, the thing about mind control is, is take this piece of cellophane, right? Came off of my cigar or this piece of cellophane that came off of another cigar that I smoked. It's a completely harmless object. But if I sat here and told you for the next 14, 24 hours and deprived you of sleep, I could convince you that this piece of cellophane will kill you if you're not careful. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Propaganda. It's a propaganda it, machine, right? It's, it's total propaganda. And actually, before I left on my trip, I had to get a COVID test to come into um, uh, Honduras because I'm not vaccinated. If you were vaccinated, you could uh, you could come into the country without a COVID test. Now, leaving, even if you are vaccinated, you need to have a COVID test coming back in. So I posed the question to everybody online is if I'm on a flight where everybody's either vaccinated or has a negative COVID test, why do I have to wear a mask? Can somebody <laughs> answer that for me? Like, yeah, the person, person to answer that is also the person who said that no one needs to wear masks. And so that's part of the problem with it. Here's what, here's what I think, Brian. Here's what I think about this. People talk a lot about government and conspiracies. And certainly... The government's had their their hand in a lot of stuff. There's been a lot of nasty stuff. Some things even really coming to light right now. But when you're talking about a government where there's a two-party system, and, and if those two parties really just have to come up with one qualified candidate for president every year, and that doesn't always happen. Like so many years uh, where there's a presidential election, I hear people saying, eh, it was the lesser of two evils, right? I think there are people, if you want to worry about somebody trying to read your mind, you got to worry about people like, Elon Musk, who, by the way, I am a tremendous fan of that guy. People like Elon Musk, people like, I said to say, Mark Zuckerberg, people like Bill Gates, like these are people who want to control your mind and have the knowledge of how to do it. <laughs> well, look, and I have the utmost respect for a guy like Elon Musk, but you are spot on. Think about what he's going to do in the near future with that Skylink, Starlink, whatever that's called, the global freaking Wi-Fi. Yep, Every yep. person on the planet is going to pay him for Wi-Fi access, right? Which even if it's $2 or $1 or a penny, it's a, it's a, it's a shit pot full of money, right? right? But think about how much of your data he's going to capture and how much about your life he's going to know about yeah. every person on this planet. He's going to know how many times a day you go to the bathroom and whether you called your mother today or whether you you checked in on 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 your 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 gambling bets or whatever he's going to know everything about every person not just in the united states but in the world so we did we, have does, you have you heard ahead. about neuralink have you heard about elon musk's neuralink yet no, no i have not 
All right, guys, I'm going to tell everybody, everybody who's watching, I'll tell you this. Pretty soon, we're going to have to jump over to the after party. This is where this show will continue. We're going to continue this show for another half an hour, but we're going to stop it on YouTube and on Facebook. That'll get us out from in front of the prying eyes of big tech so that the conspiracy, we can really dive into some of this stuff. So thank you for everybody who's hung out with us for this episode, because uh, this is the one I've really wanted to have. And Brian, you're the perfect guy to have it with. I'll tell you guys, check out uh, the link in the description for five Illusiones cigars, rockstar blends that are steeped in controversy, but also really, really damn good. Some of the best cigars I've found anywhere, consistency, flavor, it's all there with these blends. Uh, and we're going to take one more comment, Brian, and then we're going to go to the after party and we'll, we'll get instructions for that in just a second. Unless Billy can't find them, there's someone named Sarah who is stalking the comments, telling everyone cigars are bad for them. Uh, and they're responding to her with, you know, the way that guys in a cigar lounge went. <laughs> Billy, you got one more? Go for, so it. Saying, Go for it. Brian. Hold on. Did I hear you say that they're saying cigars are bad for people? Is that there's did one I hear person you? that sh- there's one person that shows up for the show to do that? Uh, okay, and it's and it's here and there. Yeah. So here's my rebuttal to that. Okay, and it's it's very just real quick, Brian. Brian. Yeah. Before we do this, before you do that, I'm just gonna say. On this show, because we're on YouTube and they make the rules, we will never claim that cigars are good for you or that they carry a health benefit. Okay, there you go, Brian. Go go to town, brother. There's the disclaimer. Okay, so back to my berry milkshake when I first came onto the show with the alien. The reason why it was a berry milkshake and not scotch, bourbon, or whatever is because 30 years ago I stopped drinking, okay? Mm. I was a mess 30 years ago, okay? And cigars saved my life. Because I'm a, I'm a social person. I need social interaction. When I go into yeah. a cigar lounge, what do I get? I get the most yeah. amazing social interaction. And it transcends everything. Cigars are the level playing field. You can have the CEO of a company. You can have a guy that works on the trucks for that same company sitting in a lounge sharing the common denominator of a cigar. So for those that say cigars are bad for people... They saved my life. And in a world today where all lives matter, one life is all we need to talk about. And that's mine. And that is cigars saved my life. So get off the chat and go away. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you. And and well put, Brian. Absolutely well put. Okay. We're going to go to the after party now. So if you guys are watching this and you want to continue watching it, please hang out with us. Go to cigarsdailyplus.com. You can watch the exact same episode that's going on right now, except it's going to continue there. You should be able to create an account. It's like name an email address and password and you're in it's free there. We want to make the best damn cigar content for free for you. So Brian, will you sit tight for just like 30 seconds, brother? Is that cool? All right, guys, uh, jump over there. We'll see you guys on the after party. Otherwise, we'll see you guys for another great episode next week. And uh, take it easy, guys. See you in a second. Brian, we'll see you in the after party. Thank you. Okay, and we are back. Welcome to the after party. So Brian, here's how this works. We're no longer on Facebook. We're no longer on YouTube. 
You can say whatever the fuck you want. We can talk about the real stuff. Hopefully Sarah doesn't come over and create an account and continue to annoy everybody on here. Uh, and uh, Mackenzie Franklin says, Sarah, we don't care. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, I love it. It's like, this is literally, I don't think she understands. This is like walking into a cigar lounge because her whole little platform in the comments is, hey, you guys shouldn't smoke cigars. It's not good for you. She literally had a comment at the beginning of the show that said, you guys should eat chocolate and pizza instead. Really? We should contribute to heart disease, the number one killer of people in America versus enjoying a premium cigar. Yeah, it's a little bit insane. All right, guys, yeah, keep dropping we... your comments in questions. We're going to get as many of them as we can. And Mackenzie Franklin says, Brian, let it all out, brother. Jump back in, man. <laughs> well, we do eat pizza and chocolate, and we throw bacon on it, too. Clearly. So, clearly yeah. we do. <laughs> Yeah, clearly. I mean, look at me. Do I look like I missed a meal lately? Fuck no. I mean, you know, I eat. That's what I do. I eat, I smoke, and I hang out with my friends. You know, I mean, that's what I do. It's a simple life. But, you know, I mean, I just told, uh, actually, uh, Scott Pierce from the PCA, because they do advocacy work, right? And they're constantly fighting that battle of cigars are bad for you, right? I finally had enough of it because they always try to counter back with, well, research this, research that. Bullshit. Throw that out of, throw the research out the door because you can dispute research. Go to right. AA because, as you guys know, as shop owners, and you have, and, and you, you ask any shop owner across America how many people in their lounge are quitters or part of the program, you'll find out there's probably eight to 10 in every cigar shop in America. Hell yeah. Right? Hell yeah. Go to AA, get an endorsement from AA, and have AA write a letter about how cigars not only are, are, are part of our social aspect of our life, but they save lives. You can't dispute that. You look like an asshole if you try to dispute that. How can you come yeah. back? You can dispute Dr. Data and, and this guy's professional opinion. You can't dispute the fact that cigars saved mine and probably 5,000 of my brother's lives across this country. If you try to dispute that, you look like an asshole. Right. You're damn straight. And, and here's the other problem. The, you know, you see the war on tobacco going on. The war on tobacco has been going on since the 80s when big tobacco, the cigarette companies lost with their data, with their research, right? That will eventually lose if you stand on the grounds of like, hey, this is a risk that I want to assess for my own fucking life. And I'm going to make a decision for myself. And it's not up to you to legislate my my freedoms or my morality. Then then you, I think you get a lot further with that. It's just a basic, this is a freedom and we're not going to talk about taking it away or trying to tax it to control my behavior, right? Well, I say, here's what I say. I say legislate it out of existence. We'll put Visqueen up on the windows and we'll make Al Capone type money. I mean, fuck it. <laughs> That's right. I mean, You're right. Yeah. I mean, look at prohibition in the United States. All that did was create millionaires. One after another after another. You you talked about the Kennedys. Where do you think their money came from? Prohibition. I mean, go ahead. Legislate us out of existence. People's desire and want for enjoyment is never going to go away. It's never going to so, go away. We'll, we'll, yeah. This is I something, caught one this of your something... Go, go ahead. ahead. You go ahead. No, I caught one of your comments when somebody was asking about the shortage and the impact it's going to have on the industry. It, 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 the shortage is a real thing, right? I mean, it's a, it's right. a reality, right? 
there is a shortage of some raw materials. There's a shortage of, of uh, the, the, the real uh, hindering factor right now of the industry is moving stuff from point A to point B, where it used to take two weeks to ship product out of Central America. Now it can take upwards of six to eight weeks, which is then creating what is being uh uh, being dubbed as a shortage it's just the it's just the sl the slowdown in the in the supply chain that is happening in every industry across the world which, which i don't know why again there's more to meet the, that it meets the eye there right i mean why are we why is there a shortage of everything i mean you go in the grocery store there's no food on the shelves i mean it's like unbelievable right. it's, 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 crazy. it's amazing you know it's crazy so i think um you know, I think your 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 answer was was is we're survivors and we're going to survive. Yeah. Whether the government comes after us or they don't, if they leave us alone, we're going to survive. If they come after us, we're going to thrive. It doesn't matter. And, and I'll say this. I'll say this. You hang out there in Dan Lee. I'll stay right here. And when they physically outlaw cigars, you and I'll set up the Underground Railroad and we'll get the freaking cigars into the United States and into people's hands because uh, we resist. And so that's uh, it, yeah. It'll be amazing. Go ahead. Roll. Take Go your best shot. That's why. It. Yeah, that I should be. I should be part of an advocacy group. I should be a lobbyist. I'd sit in front of politicians and I'd be like, "Go ahead, take your best shot. I'm going to freaking bury you. No matter what <laughs> happens, I'm going to bury you." All right, I, we're going to jump tracks right now. We're going to jump conspiracy tracks really quick. Lee says this, and I don't know if you're if you're familiar with this one. Brian, what are your thoughts on the Philadelphia experiment? Navy ship disappearing and sailors being infused to the ship. Have you heard of this wow, one? I don't know anything about that. Um, uh, but I can tell you that again, it come back to my cello thing. If I tell you things long enough and for over a period of time, they can get you to believe just about anything. Now, right. I will tell you the one thing that has my attention in the world of conspiracies and stuff like that right now is a robotic uh, is the robot Sophia. Do you all know Sophia? Is so Sophia's the one with a human face, right? She's got a human yeah. face. Yeah, she's the yeah. one that you that you turn on and can never turn off, right? There's no off button. She's on. And she did an interview and guys like Elon Musk and uh and Bill Gates and and some of the the controlling minds of the world are talking about her. They did an interview and she said in the interview that her goal was to destroy all of mankind. And yep, so she absolutely so, did. And then laughed she, about it. She was like, ha. and then laughed about it. <laughs> and, and so um, the, the thing I want to do is stay off of Sophia's radar right now, because if she wanted to make me disappear, she could make me disappear. You're doing a great job because when I tried to research you for this show, I couldn't find a picture of you on the internet, let alone anything else about your life. So congratulations. You're doing awesome. Um, I do have a social media page. It's uh, B and Illusione. Um, that's my Instagram. And uh, I do share some stuff on there. But uh, for the most part, I try to keep my digital footprint to a minimum. You know, I mean, well, you that's what you have to do. But there's no way to do it. I mean, there was a show on Netflix one time about uh, digital footprint and and how even cash, even if you go to completely to cash, they can track your spending. Because the thing most people don't think about with cash is your fingerprints are on the cash. Oh, wow. 
So people oh, are like, wow. oh, yeah, I don't create a digital footprint because I don't use credit cards. I don't use debit cards. I use cash. Yeah. But your fingerprints are all over the cash. So they can track you yeah. where you are, where you spent it, no matter what. Well, that's and that's the thing. I think people fool themselves by being like, well, I'm going to get out of the digital system. And there, at this point, there is no doing that. Right. Like your birth certificate, the hospital where you were born has already uploaded that to the cloud somewhere. It's available digitally. So you're, you're not getting away from having a digital footprint. You can call Facebook and tell them, do it, delete your account, delete your personal information. A, they're not going to do it. And B, uh, you're already in the system. You already belong to somebody. I'm going to read a couple of comments to you, Brian. The first one is from Aaron Knight. He says, it's my first time on the plus channel. And then right above that, Matt Knowles says, welcome, Aaron. It's the shit show of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And Matt okay. Knowles also says, Brian, the VA won't even consider my three cigars a day use as being a smoker. Have you ever encountered any of this stuff in the medical world? You know, I, I so here's my theory on the medical world, right? When I get a doctor that says to me, you know, you really shouldn't smoke cigars anymore. I tell him to go fuck himself because I know a lot of old, I know a lot more old cigar smokers than I do old doctors. Right. Damn straight. Right. Yes. Yes. So period. End of story. That's where I end that debate is right there. You know, hey, you should, you shouldn't smoke that much. Well, you know what, what's that much? You know, I mean, I wake up early. What can I say? I, I'm, a, I'm awake longer than most people. So I smoke more than everybody else. You know? Hell I mean, yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the thing about, the thing about cigars, and I was in Chicago, right? Uh, at an event and a girl came up to me and she said, I, I, I need to know about this cigar thing. I don't understand it at all. I don't get I don't get it, right? What can you tell me about cigars? I said, there's one thing you need to know about cigars, and that's it brings people together. I mean, look at here tonight. We're here together because of cigars, right? Yes. I'm sitting yes. here in, in Dan Lee, Honduras, with a really good friend of mine who cigars brought us together. Yeah. How do you, how do you find bad in any of that? I mean... If you spend enough time thinking about anything, you could find bad in in a in the Easter Bunny, you know, or 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 anything, you know. You can, I mean, if you drink too much papaya juice, it's probably bad for you. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, where does it stop? I mean, just leave us the hell alone. Let us right. enjoy our lives. We're 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 a culture of of people. Of all walks of life, they transcend everything. There's no other industry that does this. Just leave us the hell alone. Yes, for the love of God, just let us have our heritage industry and just be who we're going to be. Uh, there's an, a comment here from Lolo says, Hey, Brian, uh, have you watched the X-Files? In the show, <laughs> there's six people called the Greys. And the Greys are the people that control the world. One of the grays once said in the show, you got to scroll down, Billy. Uh, once said in the show that the only way to know the future is to create it. What do you think about that? Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I do believe that there is a commission that controls everything, right? I, I totally believe that in my heart of hearts. What you, what you see and what you perceive as control is really just the tip of the iceberg there's a deeper 
deeper group or organization that I like to refer to as the commission that control everything. They control everything. And that's why digital currency is scaring the hell out of everybody because there's no way to control cryptocurrency. There's just no way. It's anonymous. Nobody knows. Um, You know, there's a little thing on your tax return. Hey, did you trade digital currency this year and you just check the box? No. And you just move on from there because there is no (laughs) way to track it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's, 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 it's insane to me because you're absolutely right. And, and with the government, again, keep in mind, the government runs, the government is still running on analog, right? The government is still running on like trying to figure out how to come up with, you know, I, I think the government's platform is still old school. It's propaganda, but you're right. There is another group. There is another somewhere out there, uh, uh, a controlling organization that's really at the cutting edge of the stuff and is really, really good at it. When it comes to the MJ 12, which I'm smoking the Maduro right now. And I'll tell you guys, buy the five pack for tonight's episode. You'll get a limited edition cigar rest for cigars daily. You won't see a ton of these, but also uh, you guys will get the MJ 12, which is amazing. This cigar right here touches on that. And this is the first time, Brian, I was researching the MJ 12 this week. It was the first time I've seen the words deep state inside of a conspiracy and that's talked about a lot now right trump talked about the deep state i think even like there's a lot of talk about that and the people who are talking about that stuff are going away really really fast (laughs) there's a lot of yeah you have to be very careful but the mj12 the majestic 12 uh the people and and we should probably touch on this because we're assuming everybody knows who the majestic 12 are the, Ma- yeah. the Majestic 12 wrote the papers on the 1949 Roswell uh, incident. And that's why if you look at the side of the box of an MJ-12, you'll see 1949 on there because that's when they, the MJ-12, the Majestic 12, that's what it stands for, were created. And, um, you know, they look, the, you just nailed it right on the, the, you hit the nail right on the head. When you start to expose the deep state, you disappear. You're, you're gone. You're, you're done. You're, you, yep. Your history. Just don't even go there. Just stay in your own world, wear your tinfoil hat so that they can't read into <laughs> your mind. Um, you know, everybody asks us, why does the MJ 12, uh, Corojo come wrapped in the silver foil. Well, it's so that you can take it off and make a little hat. And um, <laughs> if, you go on, if you go on my Instagram page, we were actually at an event uh, recently where we did tinfoil hats and it was a, a hoot. And I'm going to do another one in February right. in Missouri. Uh, they go all out. I mean, we had tinfoil hats that actually had dragons that had smoke coming out of their mouth. It's amazing how we do it, but it's a lot of fun. But in reality, um, you know, there's, you're no, you're safe nowhere on earth, right? If they want to find me, they can find me down here in Honduras real easy. Cause look, it's not hard to find a guy like me. Uh, I lived on a Caribbean Island for four years. It wasn't hard to find me there. You know, I mean, just look at the end of the day. Um, and I think we're going to get there eventually here in the near future. Uh, the word freedom has been forgotten in a lot of areas. You know, I mean, we're grown people here. If we choose yeah. to smoke cigars, that's our decision. Leave us alone. Don't, 
don't try to tell us that it's bad for us or don't try to scare us. I mean, like my mother, for example, right? God love her. She's 80 years old. I love her to death. Her, her father, who got me into cigars at the age of 16, I've been smoking since then. Uh, he died from lung cancer. He smoked cigars. What she fails to tell you, though, is that he smoked two packs of unfiltered Lucky Strikes. But yet it was the cigars that killed him. <laughs> it was the cigars. Of course it was. Of course, yes. Uh, it, you David, know, speaking of your freedoms, go ahead. Well, and, you know, my mother's the perfect example of why I've been saying for years now that in order to vote in any election in the U.S., you should have to pass a test. There should be a couple of questions about policy of the candidate that you're casting the vote for. And um, uh, if your answers aren't right, I'm sorry, your vote doesn't count. I'm sorry. You, you didn't know. know. You should know who you're voting for and why. And my mother is the reason why I formulated this idea, because one time I asked her, and I won't mention any names because I don't get into politics, but I asked her, why did you vote for this person? And you know what her answer was? He looked like a nice man. And I'm like, <laughs> Mom. <laughs> Do you not know who Ted Bundy was, right? Like, right. do you not know who Ted Bundy was? I mean, this was a good-looking guy. He was a lawyer. Everybody thought he was a good guy. And he hacked up how many freaking women in his life, right? So yeah. that was her reasoning for voting was because he looked like a good guy. Come on now. Are you serious? Please stop. You know? That and is, then she yeah. She says to me the other day, holy shit, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It's people who vote for people that look like nice guys. You know what I mean? Oh, yep. he was a great guy, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that going around. And, and even I've seen a few people come in and be like, I thought I voted for the right guy. And then he shit his pants in front of the Pope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I got one comment here from Lee. He says, U.S. Constitution, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But the U.S. government says, nah, let's infringe on all of people's happiness. And that's true. And Spencer Bingham is on. He says, Brian, I just wanted to tell you, a guy here in the comments, Jason Dixon, is probably the brand's biggest proponent and a main reason I'd say that a lot of people buy cigar, buy your cigars from Cigars Daily. And truly, we have a lot of great influencers within the Cigars Daily Nation who let other people know what's great. And Illusione is one of those brands that's just popped up, is red hot right now for Cigars Daily. So thank you for your contribution to our little shop here in Arizona. Hey, it's our pleasure. And and we we really feel like it's a connection to the people that smoke our cigars that is so important. It's really what we do and why we do what we do. Um, because at the end of the day, there's, there's some really important people in this cigar industry, and we're not them, right? right the people... Right, yeah. The people that enjoy the cigars and take a cigar journey, they are really important. And then there's the people in the factories and the fields that make the process happen and get you to get the cigars 
to you that are really the people that are the most important in this industry. Guys like Dion Giolito, Nick Melillo, uh, Steve Saka, uh, Jonathan Drew, all those people, they're important, but they're not the most important people in this industry. The people that are important are the people that enjoy the cigars, and that's why we do what we do. Absolutely. You're 100% right with that one. Also, Dave Wingert is on. He says, I live in Roswell. It's all true. And, and I'm just going to put this out there. <laughs> of course it I'm is. I'm going to put this out there. Have you been to Roswell, Brian? Have you been to Roswell? I have not. I have not. And in fact, um, I, I I would really, I, I think it's, it, it's a to-do list for me. Uh, yeah. That and uh, Area 51 uh, is somewhere that I would like to get close to. Um, Hell yeah. Back when they were, remember when they were going to storm Area 51 not too many years ago? And they just, um, and they all just went out and got high and, and made fun of the officers at the gate. <laughs> God, come on. You had a great concept. Follow through with it. Come on. What the <laughs> hell? I would have been right there with you, you know? So, Hell no, yeah. I have not been to Roswell, but I agree with you. It's it's all true, right? I mean, right. Uh, it's, you know, I mean, you, you get guys like Bob Lazar who, you know, sometimes talk a little bit too much, but, I, you know, there's some truth to everything. Again, in the world, in anything, anywhere, there's always this side of the story, that side of the story, and somewhere in the middle, there's the truth. Yeah, every time. Now, also, Matt Knowles is on and he says, I've never done this, but the natives in my area used to smoke tobacco through their nose. Supposedly, it uh, allocated them to otherly worlds. Have you tried this technique? Have you ever rolled up a tobacco leaf and shoved it up your nose and, and smoked it? Bless you. Actually, I have become known for doing the reverse retro hell. And when I did it, and I posted it. I caught a lot of grief from people. And I did have to inform people that the indigenous people, when we discovered them, they were smoking tobacco leaves through their nose. So if you would like, here on Cigars Daily, I will demonstrate the reverse retro hail for you. I want to see it. You got to go back over to StreamYard because I want to see it live. All right. I want to see the reverse retro hail. Get it done. Yes. Okay. Here you go. Oh! <laughs> oh my god. That's not what I thought it was going. That to is be. not what oh, I yeah. thought it was going to be either. All right. Okay. Ray, are you going to do So it? so we had bets on how long it would be and oh my god it like popped your eye out of your head. Um we had bets when I did that as to how long it would be before a reviewer reviewed a cigar on the reverse retro hill. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I don't want to do this. I Billy did it. It. it was do not, it. He not does, good. Billy does not recommend it. I'm in the final third too. So it's like. <laughs> do it. Right, do it. Oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, all right. One more time. <laughs> I got ah! through their nose. <laughs> Holy cow. Whoa, that was okay. That's a hell of a rush right there. There's people doing it at home. Everybody reverse retrohale your cigars right now, unless you want to listen to Sarah, in which case you'll quit smoking cigars and go live in a, in a hole somewhere. Oh my gosh, my eyes are <laughs> my eyes are watering right now. I'm gonna do your it right eyes now. are on fire. So when I did it, well, I did it as kind of a joke, right? And 
and people chewed me up and down like, I can't believe you disrespected your cigar that way. But the reality oh, is, yeah. the reality is, the indigenous people were rolling up tobacco and putting it in their nose and smoke and smoking it. That's how they smoke. I mean, if you ever read the tobacconist handbook, I believe it's in there as well. That that's how originally tobacco was utilized. And so, mm -hmm. uh, but we were laughing like hell because we wanted to know how long before a reviewer came out and said, on the reverse retro hail, this is what I got. Because let's face it, cigar reviews have become so freaking ridiculous nowadays. I mean, you know, with hints of buttered popcorn and dried seaweed and jellyfish and all this crap. I mean, come on, man. You're smoking a cigar, you know? I mean, what the hell? Give me, okay. are we that no, I, are we that desperate to, for attention? <laughs> I need to do a I'll probably do an illusione video and talk about the reverse retro hail. I'll do it this week. So if no one's already done it, I'll do I'll do one this week. I'm gonna do the reverse retro and uh and we'll talk about that because it actually authentically a really really cool piece of history where yes the uh, uh tribes were rolling up the whole leaf and lighting it up their nose until europeans came along and we were like you know what we're gonna do we're gonna go ahead and make that a gigantic cigarette for you and it's gonna be better for everybody <laughs> and then it was forever right <laughs> it changed the game right there but mm -hmm. uh you know, let's talk about the retro hail for a minute because it's a really important piece of cigar smoking um, that a lot of people miss, right? Like when you, when you, and, and Illusione is one of those brands too, that if you don't retro hail your cigar, you miss a lot of the nuances of yeah. what the intention of the cigar was supposed to be. And the reason for that is really simple, right? You taste only a handful of things, salt, sweet, sour, bitter, blah, 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 whatever they are, five, six, I can never remember. But you can smell everything. The world opens up the minute you listen to your nose. And, you know, I, I did a video. I was sitting with Nick Melillo from Foundation. We were at uh, TP in Las Vegas, and he's like, yeah, but not everybody knows how to reverse retro hail. So I said, it's really simple. You just draw in on your cigar and then take a piece of duct duct tape and put it over your mouth you're gonna have to re re retro hail your cigar <laughs> you have no choice there's no exit point at that yeah i mean you could wait a few hours and maybe it'll come out the other end but i don't think that's gonna happen you know so <laughs> matt Knowles is on he says he says oh i've done it he says haha mac frank oh i've done it it grabs you by the boo-boo which is a really clean way to say that for this show where he can really say it however he wants that's a that's a very delicate way to put it. Yes, it does. And it <laughs> I'm telling you, my left eye right now is on fire. I don't know what I why I do it, but I do it. And you know, it's funny because I get into the conversation with uh, you know, it's amazing how many people look at social media, right? Like, I can't believe how many people watch this social media. And so I go into the shop and they're like, did you really do that? And I'm like, yeah, come on, let's do it. And we're reverse retro ale. And, and like, if the aliens came down and saw that, they'd be like, fuck it, let's just go somewhere else. You know, like, <laughs> there's another, there's another solar system, like seven light years from here. We'll just yeah, go we got to go somewhere yeah. else. These people are absolutely freaking crazy. They'll say, we're going to go back to that planet where we met all those predators. They were much better people. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. 
Well, dude, I want to thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight, man. This has been such a blast and a treat of an episode for me. They're never this good. I have had so much more fun hanging out with you here. Oh, man. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, we're going to we're about to barbecue some uh, food up here. It's my last night in Dan Lee. Um, I, even though every time I'm here and I get to my last day of being here, I pray that my flight will cancel indefinitely forever. Um, but unfortunately I have to get back and I have some work to do before the end of the year. And I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for having me. Um, it's very humbling to be here and it's an incredible industry and we have just the greatest people from every aspect of this industry that's just phenomenal people and i can't be more grateful and thank you so much for having me i'm I'm, i greatly appreciate it thank you but i'll tell you the privilege is truly mine and the viewers of the show it's our privilege to have you here and so for everybody watching make sure you grab yourself a five pack of illusione cigars the cigars steeped in controversy rockstar blends stuff that you are not going to want to miss out on because these are blends i've absolutely loved i'm so proud and glad that we're carrying these now and stay tuned for another great episode next week and on behalf of myself and brian we are both signing off for cigars daily have a great week everybody i'll see you all next sunday Thank you very much.